So he has a position of over 200,000. His broker calls him and says, Howie, did you, somebody kick you in the head? Are you sure? <laughs> he says, uh, I guess I'm just going to ride this thing out. purposes only. You'd be an idiot to listen to anything these degenerates say. Invest at your own risk, do research, but seriously don't listen to these ass clowns. Now enjoy Cash Daddies. Oh, welcome to Cash Daddies. We're banking fatties. Good to be here. Just got back from Houston. So excited to be at the Cash Daddy Show. Joining me, as always, from the most posh studio in the game. Little E, Evan Hand. How are you, Evan? Doing fantastic. You know, shave the stash, a little Movember action going here. So we're living. You, you just love helping others with That's a right. very important cause of That's not me. shaving. Thank you, dude. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're saving lives with that mustache. Thank hey. you. Thank what you. I can. Hey, Evan, what's the name of your new podcast? Uh, young and Ignorant right now. Uh, All right. It's, Has it's it started open. yet? I did. I did the pilot. And I, I want to have obviously you guys on. Um, it's just about being open, changing lives here. I love it. It's gonna be I'm, fun to watch you just open. grow. Congratulations. Uh, and just biting at the bit to talk. Can't believe this. Uh, him and I are gonna be in the wonderful city of Boise and Salt Lake. My good this weekend, Thursday and Friday, go to samtriple.com for tickets. Chris Knapp. Uh, it's good to be here. Um, I'm a little sad that I missed last week's show. I understand uh, it was the highest rated uh, Cash Daddy's pod of all time, and I wasn't even on it. So what did I miss? You want to catch me up on that? I don't even know. I, I, I didn't even realize you weren't there. Yeah, I, I, apparently I wasn't, but uh, I, I wasn't. Uh, oh, 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 I got, okay, because because uh, there was a guy playing Bizarro. He's trying now. to make a joke. He's you really, a joke. really are, uh, yeah. are <laughs> fully retarded. And at some weird satanic ritual somewhere, just uh, enjoying the results of Astro World's satanic sacrifices. Please welcome Howie Dewey. What's up, sir? How are you? Thank you. Great. That's sure. professional right sure. there. Thank you. What am I, a cop that just pulled you over? What just <laughs> happened right there? How are you sure remind me of somebody that we talk about on the show? Are you doing vampire? Are you on a coffin? I mean, where's the candelabra? What is going on? <laughs> uh, Bohemian Grove. Yeah. In the middle of Manhattan. Uh, you know, just getting ready to take heads. Get ready for tomorrow. Yeah, well... Let's we're going to get into this new position of yours, which I don't want to take off right off the top because we need to discuss the week that was, first of all. So if we don't mind, let's go around the horn. E, how did you do last week? You say Evan. Sorry. Yeah, I said, E, how did you do last week? I absolutely. Well, your mic's cutting in now, buddy. My, uh, my bad. I killed it. Absolutely killed it. The crypto market is just going insane. I got. I put all my assets into KuCoin because um, you can trade pretty much on, on there, pretty much everything on there, uh, and you don't need KYC in New York. So caught a few caught a few bags, little 2Xers, little 3Xers, and now Triaz, pick of the week, up 40% since Sunday. So I'm doing pretty good. 
Okay. And uh, I'm on KuCoin as well. Um, and I did follow you on uh, Triaz as well. So uh, Sam, what about you? How'd you do? Guys, uh, I've been realizing financial goals in my life and uh, I'm reaching a lot of them. Thank you to the crypto world. And, you know, I'm just going to be honest with you, man. I'm, I'm an old school guy. I'm a hodler. I'm a big time hodler. And I hodl like a motherfucker. I OD on hodling. And I'm not really that big into the smash and grab stuff. Maybe in the long run, I'm going to pay the price for that. But I have my coins. I have some up positions. I'm super happy. I'm, I'm, I'm really thinking about getting into more Bitcoin. I mean, I'm hearing gossip. The streets are talking. People are talking like this thing's about to take a jump. The numbers, everything's looking like there's going to be a jump coming. Yeah, it's uh, here. You should sell. What's that? It's, it's, you should sell. it's here. It's jumping right now as we speak. Well, I think it's going to jump more, Evan, okay? I, I, I'm not talking five grand. I'm talking mega grands, okay? Big stacks, okay? Big stacks where you call your mom. You're like, mom, we never have to work again. I love you. And hang up, right? That kind of fucking stacks, right? So I'm debating whether I should move my Ethereum into some more Bitcoin. I'm just saying if, and listen, a lot of you guys are new. You're going to look at Bitcoin. You're like 65,000. I can't, you don't have to buy it all. Just start chipping away, man. Chip and chip and chip away. Little bits here. You get a paycheck. I don't care how cheap, how how much money you have. Just buy a little. Get in the game, man. Get in the game, oh, dude. It, before you throw your Ethereum away, Ethereum. I'm just, not. I'm just saying. I'm, just I'm thinking. thinking. I'm just saying it hit it. Just hit an all time high as well. Yeah, Ethereum's going up. It's going up parallel with Bitcoin. I don't know. I, they're going up the same, man. It's closing the gap though. It's it's tightening the you know it's tightening itself to Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. So um. How we're going up the same percentage? Yeah, Howie. What about yourself? How'd you do last? Uh, last we had the show last week, and I pushed FSR Fisker. It was around sixteen and change. It's above nineteen. Uh, I had a lot of readers. They bought calls on it, made 70 percent on their money. Um, uh, goddamn, Ford's above nineteen. It's up ninety percent since we started the show, man. Uh, other stuff I have, I took some profits at plug at 42, 42 and a half. I sold half of it, still have half of it. It's at 38, probably will buy more. Um, Ping, another one, guy sold at 28 and a half. Uh, it jumped really high. Uh, I'm changed. I'm, this week's going to be different. going to change a lot of things. Uh, took some positions last week, sold them, but... We'll talk about it whenever. I also because it's built, a doozy. I mean, yeah, I'm I built some real. Uh, I've been on bone for three days thinking about it. I'm excited for that. I don't even know what that means, and it sounds really unhealthy. Listen, guys, I was in. Uh, I was in Texas at Skank Fest. So many readers coming up to me, telling them about the profits they're grabbing, loving Howie's picks, loving Neff. And loving Lil E, everybody's just like super thankful for the show. And I, I'm telling you, man, I hope if you listen, you got friends who are looking to invest, turn them on to the show. Because this show is like, I wouldn't listen to our financial advice, but those who are crazy that do make money, dude. They make money. Sam and I bought some DSX calls last week. Uh, we're up a little bit in them. I, hopefully they jump this week. I love that. Um, 
yeah, well, we'll move on and get on to why we, you know, I haven't slept in two days. Well, let me, before we get to you vampires, and I don't know why you guys aren't sleeping anymore. Um, I, I do want to um, mention that Howie and I smashed uh, Moderna calls. I don't know. Uh, if, I, I still hold them. Yeah. I sold out. I owned them for an hour and a half on Friday and took a 20% gain. I did the same thing two days before with DraftKings, owned it for an hour, took an 11% gain. Now, the problem is I took a YOLO out, and I am not afraid to admit I took a shot at the title. And this was on Matterport, and it was an extremely risky play. And I, I, was, I convinced myself that this was going to get bought out. And thankfully, with the support of the Discord, they talked me off a ledge, Howie included, and managed me to exit my position because uh, it would have gotten a lot worse had you I did a good job of getting out when you should have. Yeah. You did a good job. And I'll tell he you, he did a great job of burying himself some more because he's fucking chasing dragons. <laughs> and then he g- did really good at getting out and minimalizing the already train wreck that was train wreck. <laughs> the train wreck could have. Here's the train wreck could have been a bigger train wreck, yeah. right? But it was a train wreck Here's that could thing. have been a Titanic, right? I think, I think it's important to understand this as a trader. Yes, you need to make the right plays on a day-to-day basis. But if you see an angle, you've got to be prepared to throw your dick on the table and take a risk. And it yeah, was but what you risk. did is you threw your dick and all your ancestors' dicks on the table, too. So people who are long gone, their dicks are gone, too. So it's just like, listen, man, listen, it's like anything, dude. It's like you can feel it, man. And for every one time that works out, there's going to be a bunch of times it doesn't. Sometimes you got to be like, daddy made a bad call or mommy made a bad call. And we got to like lick our wounds and come back and fight again. Absolutely. He did. He did. Absolutely. And I, and I do want to give a special shout out and again, embrace why I love our cash daddy's community. I threw out my option. It was an extremely deep OTM call. And a lot of the guys in the discord were like, are you okay? Yeah. Do you need help? Yes. Do, do we need to do a welfare check? And I said, well, no. yeah, because they were going to like, Hey, if you're going to kill yourself, can I have some of your shit? That's right. really what they were talking about. <laughs> yes. You're going to blow your brains out. Can I get that weird picture behind you? But at the same time, I was in this position. I was, seeing sideways. And I said, guys, I need help. So what did I do? I went into the discord. I posted the position and I said, give me your thoughts. Within an hour, I had Lizard King. I had Tommy Dunn, the deal. I had Arthur Diamond Hands. I had Space Gofart. I had Valley the God, all taking a look at this position. And they convinced me to do the right thing, which was cut my losses. So I am grateful to them because had I not done that, I would have I lost it all. And I took a I took a 40% loss on a very large position. So I want to thank the guys for being so responsive in the Discord and helping me make the right decision. So again, you guys are amazing. Um, now, do we want to get into what I think is uh, possibly the play of the century that Howie is currently sitting on? Because if you don't mind, I want to just, just preface this by saying Howie calls me on Friday and he says, hey, buddy, it's time. And I go time and he goes we're dropping it on the widow maker and i said howie are you sure now tesla's at an all-time high right now at 1200 and he says it is time trust me buy one of these calls 
they're 1100 bucks. So puts. I go, I'm in. Puts. 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 So I said, yeah, Howie, of course, you're hot. I'm in. I'm chasing it. I go in to enter the position, and I go, Howie, this is $11,000. And he's like, no, 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 it's $1,100. And I go, no, it's $11,000. And he, and he goes, fuck. And I, <laughs> I go, what are you talking about? And he goes, I bought 20 of them. And oh, my God. So, so he has a position of over 200,000. His broker calls him and says, Howie, did you somebody kick you in the head? Are you sure? <laughs> he says, uh, I guess I'm just going to ride this thing out. Now, what happens literally 12 hours later? Elon comes out and says, hey, guys, I need your advice, Twitter. Should I sell 10% of my Tesla? And of course, he says, whatever you guys say, I will do. It was a 24-hour poll. They voted yes, sell 10%. So what does this mean? If this really happens, or we see Twitter react to this saying, fuck, Tesla's going to tank, Howie is going to make a fortune Monday morning. Now, I don't know. Hold on. Hold on. Explain yep. this to me. So no, so you bought a put or you bought, right, you so bought listen, a put? I looked, I've been looking at this for a while, and this Tesla jumped up to 1229 October 3rd. That was Wednesday. It has stayed there pretty much Thursday and I looked Friday and it, and it went from 1234 down to 1230 and I looked at it and I said, you know, I think this is it. I think it's gonna drop and I'm like, if this thing can drop 100 points from where I buy it, I'll be in good shape. So I called Chris and I was running around doing a bunch of shit. And it's the first time I ever didn't trade on my laptop. I, I couldn't call my broker because I'm on the phone with Chris and I'm, I'm putting these things in. And I looked, I said, I like the, uh, the, what were they? The one tens, the one, one. Yeah. The 11, yeah, 1100 tens. I, I said, I like these a lot. I'm going to go out um, a couple months, few months. I said, I like these. I'm going to buy some right now. So the stock was at 1230. When, when the stock closed, it closed down to 1222. And I looked, I'm up a little bit in the puts, maybe two, 3%. Then after hours, it goes down to 1216. So I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm headed in the right direction. This is good. Where I got a little nervous is, Chris goes, how many of those did you buy? And I said, I bought 20. It's like 20 grand and my, and I get, I don't even look, I get a voicemail from my broker and he's like, call me ASAP. And he's like, did you just put this trade in? And I said, yeah, how much is it? And he told me, and I literally broke out in a sweat, <laughs> like almost just fucking had a heart attack. <laughs> and I'm like, are you sure? He goes, Howie, you just bought 20. He goes, no, the good news is he goes, they look pretty good, man. This was Friday. He goes, if this thing drops 30 or 40 points, he said, yeah, we'll cover them on Monday. You'll do well. You know, the bad news is you don't want your account 80% on margin because if this thing does jump 200 points, I'm going to take it in the ass so fast. I mean, I'm going to be swimming in the Hudson. Howie, now we know why you haven't slept for two days. Okay, oh, man. So, but... This oh my news, God, Allie. This oh news, my God. You're so Chris, to die. Chris starts telling me about this news where Musk is like, I'll sell 10% if there's internet. Now, first of all, I think he's full of shit. But 
I don't give a shit. If this helps the stock, if this stock tanks yeah. tomorrow, yeah, yeah, I fuck, I'm gonna be running around the village naked, fucking just dodging guys, just trying to grab ass. But That's you're on gin. You're you're literally juiced up on the gin because this position was so large, correct? Um, yeah, I will be closing. My goal tomorrow is to close the Moderna calls, close the Tesla puts. Uh, the DSXs I'm going to hold because I think that's going to jump more. Um, but, but, you know, it, that's all chicken shit compared to the amount of money you have in Tesla. Look, these Tesla puts, I have been studying this shit for six months. <laughs> for six months. I had Is that why you're at a sacrifice right now? I had sacrificing really. to the financial gods. Hey, respect. I, I prayed to Abraxas, the chicken steak <laughs> god, that Matterport would go through the roof. You got to do what you got to do. Oh, listen. I mean, I had readers two weeks ago saying, are you going to buy these? And I kept saying, not yet. Not. It's like the guy last week. Moderna was at 270. And I said, no. And people were like, should we buy it? It's down 40, 30% a day. I said, no, no, no. Wait wait this thing's gonna drop a lot more and the one guy's like well 240 250 i'm like nah actually it's gonna go lower than that and then chris put it in 222 it. yeah man 322 and oh, i got in i got in right after you yeah um i'm still holding them and i love that play man because moderna's not going anywhere it's it's a great time to buy that stock well, um, let's let's backtrack here. Let's look at what Elon's done because a lot of we're getting tons of reader questions about this. First of all, is it market manipulation? Because we're talking about a significant amount of number. This is 25 billion in shares he's talking about at 10%. We all know he's the richest man in the world right now at $300 billion. But he's basically saying, I might dump 25 billion of my Tesla shares and what is that going to do to the broad market? Is this going to affect the, the, the you know, no, the P5? No, hell no. It won't affect anything. I mean, 10% is not a lot, man. It really isn't. It's $25 billion. Yeah, but what's the company's like, what, a trillion? Okay. Secondly, a lot of people are saying, how fast can he do this? That's the Oh, no. It's going to take forever. You got to remember something. And let's real quickly, readers. If, if you're an insider and you own more than 10% of a company, you can't just say, hey, guys, I'm going to sell next Thursday. You got to fill out forms. You got to file with the SEC. You can, as insiders can only sell, what, three, four times a year. Right. You can't just, it takes months, man. So okay. he would have to file how, he'd have to say, I'm selling this many. I'm selling uh, 3 million shares, uh, you know, on well, this date. Obviously, we'd all love to be in your position buying these puts. And then 12 hours later, he comes out with this announcement. Most people think the stock is going to tank. Is this a buying opportunity if it does tank? Uh, I think if you look at a lot of analysts that, that like Tesla, analysts that like it still feel that it's probably 20, 30% overvalued right now. I mean, just you just look at the chart. If it goes back to... You know, if it goes back to 800, 900 bucks, then it could be reasonably reasonably priced right there. Well, let's but back this up thing, a little bit. We, we, ha we have the movement based on the Hertz global deal, which is in talks, but not even secured. No, but I mean, look, it jumped, it jumped on, you know, I like, like those Nigerian brothers. Those guys are the best. They don't look at anything else but trends, man. And the trends every day, trans? volume was picking up. Every day volume was picking up and it was just going higher 
these guys were crushing it on calls, crushing it, crushing it, crushing it. And I looked on Friday at 3.30 and I said, man, it's been here for a while. I think this is it. 12.30, this is it. I'm like, I could be wrong, but I feel- Just accidentally bought 10 times more than you thought you were buying. Yeah, I did. (laughs) Uh, Well, Howie, we are going to be sweating. And if you do hit this, we're all going to expect a Vegas vacation from you. Yeah, we all expect one big one. Hey, listen. Uh, I don't know how much I'm going to make on it. Before we get into, are we going to do our guests now? Or what what are we doing? Why don't we do the guests? Hold on, hold on. Before we go, I want to give a shout out to somebody. Shout out. I want to give a shout out to our boy Zoltan. Zoltan yeah. does a lot of the artwork. If you like the Cash Daddy's logo, uh, that's Zoltan's work. He's always in. But uh, Zoltan has been uh, trying to get in the NFTs, and I'm really happy for him because he's like dove in. He found a really great project, and um, it's called uh, Project Perseus. P e r s e s. What is it? Perseus, I believe. Percy's project Percy's and apparently he's uh he was selling spots and ref uh spots on the raffle for his new nft project and he sold out of it so uh obviously he got some love from some readers hopefully and it's basically some cool nft gun stuff so uh super these it says this was says these weapons will live in the tezato topa whatever world Holders of the weapons will automatically be whitelisted for upcoming projects drops. Okay. So super happy for him. Zoltan's great. He's awesome. He's a hustler. Yep. And you know, he's a reader. And guess what happens? Readers win. They listen to the show, they see trends, and they start to win. I don't know why people don't want to win. Why don't you want to win? All we're trying to do is help you win. I mean, this is how he's willing to go into financial debt, okay, to show you how much winners win on this mm. show. How he's going to fucking swim with the fishes if it doesn't work out. <laughs> he's willing to risk it all. The show might be down to three guys after this week. Hey, yeah. that's what it takes to show you guys where winners win, okay? Yeah. Yeah, man. Howie, this is going to be a fun week. I'm going to be cheering you on from the sidelines. Uh, but uh, Godspeed, brother. Um, with that, we, uh, should we take a look at this week's guest? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. I'm excited. Let's get into it with Ryan Dunn, everybody. All right. And joining us now is a great friend of the show. Uh, you might remember him from episode 38. Um, that's just a guess. That was uh, so long ago, a different time, a different world. Yep. Uh, of course, this is going to turn into the longest Remember that? Intro. I think there was only two genders back then. <laughs> Are you you want to keep talking through this intro? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anybody else got anything they want to add? Bring him on, bitch boy. Let's do this. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Ryan Dunn, everybody. How are you? Great. Doing great. How's everybody? Good. Welcome back. We got a lot to, to, to catch up on. It's been a wild ride. Been yeah. a wild <laughs> ride. Word Ryan, on real street. quick before we start, can you tell our friends, uh, our listeners, how you shave your head so cleanly? Uh, with an electric. And if you look oh. real close, it's not that clean. Damn, dude. Looks clean. Looks clean. Ryan, yeah. you look like you're uh, auditioning for a Corona commercial. Where are you? Uh, no, it's not. It's oh, Safe Moon? Is that, what is that? No, it's White Claw? <laughs> yeah. 
It's I'm yeah, so those are delicious. I've, I've been sober so long from uh, booze that I thought White Claw is just for chicks who just like are basically blow up dolls. But apparently, it it's delicious. for everybody. It's for delicious. everybody. Yeah, but isn't it just like it? all the other Alka Pops? Isn't it just like malt liquor that's like been juiced up? Uh, I, I don't know. It's delicious. Whatever it is. I, all these like forty-year-old New York City comics are like, it's fucking great, bro. It gets you going, but it's not too high, dude. Right. Yeah. Like, I drink one of them, Sam. I've drank one of them in my life. So what's that tell you about fucking New York City car? It's, it's good. Like, yeah, if you're with a bunch of chicks, maybe eighteen to twenty-five, and and you have nothing to roofie them with, you give them like white cloths. I don't. I don't discriminate it, though. So. Basically, what you're saying is it, it's. Sauce. Okay. All right. Two minutes. The is this, record. Is this we just a broke new the thing record. Every show you say this word. We just broke it's the called, record. So it's, Evan it's, has to work. And the guest goes, it. Why am I here? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I can handle it. Okay, <laughs> Ryan. So obviously you've made some changes with Safe Moon or non Safe Moon. A lot of controversy last <laughs> episode. Controversy. No, can you, yeah. Can we, can you take us back to where you started with not Safe Moon? and its progression since and where the project is now. Yeah, so just a quick recap. I mean, basically, I was like a big Safe Moon fan, fell in love with the thing, but then uh, I'm a programmer. Hey, I'm, I remember my first Safe Moon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I still want it to succeed, you know, even though everyone doesn't believe that, but um, yeah, it's like, so I found some problems in the code and um, I wanted to point them out. So I made a, uh, another one called a uh, not Safe Moon. So then I got all the hate and all the, it's, it just turned into a fiasco. I mean, basically, well, yeah, you, like just, safe moon. you just called it Nazi safe moon, not safe moon, not safe moon. But the reason is because I want to get people's attention and I did. And most of the things that I was complaining about, they have fixed, which is excellent. There's still one more that they still haven't, but you know, um, I, I still want it to succeed. I've still got a bunch of safe moon. So, you know. But uh, after all the death threats and the drama and all this stuff and the Safe Moon Army, which is, you know, I want to say basically a cult at this point uh, coming at you, it's like I, I had to get away from all the drama, you know. So uh, you really think it's a cult because I don't oh, think I don't think is. there's a lot of cult hacks in this whole crypto world. It's disgusting. I think, I think it's most, disgusting. Of these, most of these people are real down to earth, just financially intelligent hacks people that just are trying to make a fair buck. Right. That's all they're doing. Yeah. Well, you know how like I must say something, man. I mean, like, there's people making real money in crypto. I there mean, is. I think you're lumping. Yeah. You know, and here's the whole thing. It's I like agree. we talked last time about the rug pulls and all that stuff. And you know, with the 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 you know the squid games coin. It's like I I I I think we have a real problem in our society that we are idiot proofing everything to keep idiots from hurting themselves. And maybe we need to get back to a little pain and suffering. You're basically and, take, saying yeah. take the styrofoam off the counter counter edges. Let people bang their heads, learn yeah. the hard way. Learn I'm the with hard you. way. Well, but and, here's the thing. Ryan's whole project was designed to sniff out, you know, these, the, these possible rug pulls. So that was, I mean, Ryan, correct me if I'm wrong, but that was the goal of your token to begin with. Right. I mean, it was just to raise awareness and to educate people on some of the shady stuff that can go on behind the scenes that's just super difficult to understand. Uh, so, I mean, I was actually making a safe moon like tracking website when I discovered these flaws, really, because I was just such a big fan of it. And then it turned into this dashboard that uh, still not out, still working on. But um, 
you know, to, to be able to see some of these things, but I met a good community of people through the process that, uh, wanted to start up their own token basically. And they commissioned me to just do that, but then it grew and it grew and it grew. And eventually we just decided to, uh, you know, migrate the not safe moon people into this new one, get away from all the drama and kind of get a fresh start with it. So still, now, I believe us, you because you you're sitting in a chair that looks like Knight Rider and the more serious your chair is, the more credibility you have. Like Evan has a nice chair. Chris has no chair and you know, and how he's had a, a, a satanic sacrifice. So of everybody here, you are by far the most responsible based on just your chair. This, Are you this like chair is from high school. It's like, it's hella old. I actually re-sewed this whole case myself. This is my first sewing project. It's like formed to my body. It's very comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> hey, just do the do the, the, the show on your knees like my, I do, and it's not a problem. No, I'm oh. on my knees. Great. So, now we're sexually harassing our, so our cast. Back to non-safe moon. Did you move it from BSE? So no, it's still there. And, uh, what I did, it was a, it was a complicated process, but, uh, cause it was a renounced ownership on the thing. I didn't have any of the liquidity tokens. And so it was like basically in the dark, but I made a smart contract that worked with the only one wallet I had that didn't pay fees and people would deposit into it. And basically we've collected about 85% of the liquidity pool so far, which is awesome considering we had no ownership over the, the token anymore. So have you made any money the past six months on it? On not safe moon, I did a little bit in the very beginning, um, but yeah, because not, over not here, a ton. cash data daddies, we have absolutely fucking just <laughs> financial markets. Like honestly, it's uh, it's, it's raining that. green every day. Yeah, it's weird because you have so many eyes on it's you when you're you running the projects <laughs> and things that everybody notices when you're selling, and you know it turns into a whole fiasco every time you do anything. So okay, like, you're the I only one not allowed to make money. Now, here's my whole thing, right, about, about, and, and, and maybe we're so early into this crypto process, even though we're, we're a little ways in, we're still, in terms of the whole journey, a, a, a ways to go. But what I find interesting is the, where people take their, their view of stocks, right, and they apply it to crypto, which is like when your crypto goes up, smash and grab and get those profits, sell this type of currency for more useless currency. That's kind of what you do right now, right? I yeah. mean, granted, you can't <clears throat> quite use all the tokens everywhere, but we're getting it to it. I think once we start seeing these financial institutions adopting crypto as payments, I think you're gonna, I mean, personally, I think you'd be stupid to sell your crypto for fiat money. That's just garbage. Yeah. Think about it. You, they've minted what sixty percent of the supply in the last year, and you've got uh, ninety percent of the tokens held by one percent of the population. It's like, yeah, fiat mining is out. It's I'm done with fiat mining. Yeah, I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, I get it now that because it's it can't be used everywhere, but eventually it's going to be used. You're going to be able to use your yeah. crypto to pay for your gas and all that stuff. So then the question goes, why am I going to use fiat at all? If this is just all those fucking trolls at the Fed just keep printing more money. Oh, it's bad. And that that infrastructure bill is trying to regulate tons of stuff on it, too. It's like you got to put your social security number on transactions if they're over 10 grand, apparently. 
What? Yeah, that doesn't even make sense. What do you like? You can't. Yeah, but even, you got to do you that now. Even... It's it's anything over. That's been the past thirty years. Anything over nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah, right. Right. Years in the stock market. But it, with but with the value of a random token, you're supposed to do it with now. Where I mean, that's just random. Someone can dust you something that's technically <laughs> worth ten million dollars um, that you just want to get rid of. But I love good dusting. Oh uh, yeah. You know, I want to ask you a little bit. Um, you know, because obviously your project was designed to warn people, you know, this just got liquidated. Be aware. Where is your project now? Because, you know, word on the street is I have a new catchphrase based on this squid game crash. And everybody was like, oh, fuck, I can't believe this happened again. So what we're actively telling people is to sniff it before you whiff it. And uh, I'm talking about cat ring. I'm talking about going to token sniffer, taking a look. Where can they go besides token sniffer? Can they go use your your project so what we're doing now so the new project's called flavors and uh the whole idea was this community got together and we were just tired of it being these individual teams so um we thought we'd come up with this token where we would reward out other tokens and kind of bring these different communities together um so that's basically what we're doing so right now there's a lot of things in the works and uh there will be on our website flavors.tools a lot of these tools to check a lot of this kind of stuff so i was working on tons of things for not safe moon and they're all what still, flavor is bitcoin is it butterscotch oh it's delicious i don't know it's expensive too expensive for me though so you're basically like the movie the warriors right and you're like the guys like can you dig it and you're trying to get all the gangs work together i have never seen that movie yeah it's an awful right you've never seen warriors no you gotta watch it. It's incredibly awful, incredibly awesome all at the same time. The bad movies are the best. Yeah. <clears throat> so, is Flavors live right now? It is. We're, we've been live for two weeks. So, uh, oh, yeah. Evan, can we take a peek at it? Evan, take a look at it, please. And we uh, reflect out other tokens uh, for about a week at a time. So, we just switched over to two new ones earlier today. So, it, it's exciting. It's It's cool. Um, we did a week of the dogs. We did uh, Floki and Doge for a week. And um, before that, we did another set. And there's uh, X Mooney and Safern we did. No Shiba? Um, not, no, we haven't. So mo the projects that we're trying to get with are going to be projects that um, are usually like new, upcoming, that we vet. And um, yeah, it's uh, it, so we just started like two weeks ago. One of the biggest things with this, the chart looks flat. It's kind of boring, but it's it's really designed that way because uh, we have about, uh, when I checked it earlier today, 35% of our market cap is actually backed by the liquidity pool, which is, you know, I mean, that's huge compared to some of these other ones that barely have a percent. So it's like your wallet says you got so much in there, but when people start to sell, everything tanks. Uh, so with such a high percentage actually available in the liquidity pool, it makes the chart a lot less boring, but it makes it so it doesn't dump, doesn't spike, but you know, it's a lot more steady. Uh, yeah, so I know what you, you clicked away from that real quick because it looked like some reds on there, but <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on token sniffer as a go to source? Is you know, as soon as you look at a coin, because I know little E that's his go to around here. Do you, do you think token sniffer is accurate? Yeah, I check it out, I go on there. It's good to see if somebody is just copying something else. I mean, that's what I usually look at it for. Sometimes they'll have like their little uh rug pull report thing on there, yeah. Um but a lot of those automated things can be tricked real easy. Uh, so like with uh, the not safe moon, I had a function in there called withdrawal. And even though we, uh, you know, renounce ownership to the thing, people still freaked out because it was a withdrawal function. 
uh, the automated things pick it up. What does so, that mean? You renounce ownership. It's like, you're basically just saying my work is done here. This right. is for the people use it for your own, you know, for your, your good. Is right. You can't change, can't change a thing with it anymore. You can't like whitelist anything or change a tax or anything that you were able to change. You're not able to, if you renounce the ownership on it. So you can't get the liquidity. You can't, you can't do anything with it. It's basically just hands off at that point. It's its own thing. Okay. Well, I'm required to ask the tough questions around here. So when I oh, go, damn, here we go. Coin go. Cap, it says market data is untracked. So how does somebody um, on flavors? No, on not safe mode. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. So how do they go to track where non-safe moon is these days? Uh, poo coin, but it's, I mean, after I migrated the liquidity, I mean, it's basically zero. So, okay. Yeah. There's, you know, there's nothing on there anymore. Okay. So if they want to track your work flavors is the spot. Yeah. That's the one. I mean, this is an exciting one. we got a big team and everything too, which is awesome. And I, I designed this thing got so complicated. It's like 14 contracts because the size limit on these contracts and the stuff that we have, that's going to come out. I mean, there's. There's so much that is going to go on with this is I set it up all the, all the contract addresses start with F one, a four five. So flavors, and we have the same contract address on all the chains it's going to be on, I already launched on multiple chains, but we're only doing BSC to start. Right. Um, and we got some stuff about NFTs. I can't talk about why, uh, uh, cause I didn't sign the NDA. I said, uh, F that I'm not going to sign something. that will let somebody sue me if I slip my tongue, but, uh, uh, you know, I still said, gave my word for some things. So, okay. So, <laughs> so we could, we could basically go to PooCoin right now and look at flavors BSC, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's on there. But yeah. Evan, why don't you pull up the chart? Yeah. Um, because I know people are going to be curious and they're going to want to take a look at this. So, um, yeah, it's just go to PooCoin. You should be able to bring it up. Yeah, so we had the initial pump dip that you get, but because if you uh, open up the little sidebar there with the market cap and the the money in the pool, you can see how strong of a pool it is. It's like some people are were saying it's too strong and it makes the chart not exciting. But uh, why yeah. why they think it's too strong? <laughs> so when you have a low amount of liquidity, it makes it. So the chart, basically every buy and every sell is a drastic increase in decrease. Oh, I get you. I got you. That's yeah. why I've been saying for a long time, there's absolutely no validity to running any kind of true technical analysis on any crypto. There isn't. I've, if you if you talk to real TNA guys, there's too many factors that uh, that throw off the volume. Uh, and there's a ton, you just can't run a real TNA. There's yeah, not really yeah. true resistance or support. Yeah, it's crazy too. I mean, you can make a token and put $15 into the pool and have the thing have a trillion dollar market cap if you just design it that way, exactly. you know, and, and anything in between. So this one was designed from a target of 35% liquidity to market cap ratio and then working backwards from there. Uh, so basically we did uh, the migration, we did pre-sales, but tokens were minted for the pre-sale instead of just like sending them out to another service. So we made the exact number of tokens that we sold. Then we have all these additional features in there. Um, so the thing I was complaining about SafeMoon a lot was this thing called Swap and Liquify, which was trying to solve a problem. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm getting excited when I hear that. Yeah, Keep... Swap and Liquify, right? Uh, so it, it was trying to solve a real problem where when you have low liquidity, then you have a problem where you get these spikes and these huge dips. So, I mean, that was the problem that I was trying to solve. And with this one, we really did because we made it so the, it's basically the same as the swap and liquefy function, but you have to inject external BNB to 
perform the function. So it always takes external funds to add to the liquidity pool. And then we have marketing partners set up where for uh, reflecting their token, they'll pay that out uh, and it will add to our liquidity pool, an external source, which, you know, most, most things don't put external money and they're just recycling the same money through the same circle, which is a huge problem because who's going to make any money when it's just the same dollar you're passing around. If you don't mind, I'd like to ask a question, Evan, mm -hmm. can you pull up the chart? Um, because I keep getting this question a lot when people are talking about how to read uh, uh, charts and how we, I think this might be beneficial to you as well. Um, on the left, you know, we see the market cap and uh, above that, the supply. And then to, to below that, we see two other um, uh, lines. We see PV, PCV2 LP holdings, and then we see PCV2 holdings. Why are there two of them? People were asking me this last week. Yeah, so this is a very important number. This is the liquidity pool. So this is how much available funds are there to cover what value it says it has. So for instance, we have uh, 1138 BNB in our main liquidity pool, and that has the same amount of flavors in there. So that's how the price is determined, the ratio between the BNB in that pool and the number of tokens in the pool determines the price. So then this next one is just a pairing that somebody else made. So anybody can make a liquidity pool pairing. Uh, they put 300 bucks in there of BUSD. And uh, yeah, but that's, that's a very important number. So if it says it's got $10 million market cap and there's only a hundred bucks in the pool, you know. Right. But those basically are just listing different pairings when you see that underneath right. the market cap with multiple LPs. Right, right, exactly. So they're L the, the liquid pools are based on whatever their trading pairs are with. Right. So that value on there is not in the token. It's usually in whatever the established coin of the chain is. So in this case, BNB. So is there an opportunity to arbitrage that when you look at something like, hey, arbitrage that? Um, yeah, ab absolutely. You can. So this one, we, you know, we don't have anything in the second pool. So there's not a lot of trading you can do between it. Uh, but yeah, if we had a bunch in there, somebody does a big buy on one, then on the other one, they can do a, you know, equalize it out. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to point that out because we've had a lot of people asking about liquidity pools and, uh, you know, especially how to read them on PooCoin. So I appreciate that. Now, as far as your coin is concerned, would you recommend this uh, to, to purchase at this point? Is this an entry point? I think I'm supposed to say not financial advice or something, but it's great. No, I mean, it's, shit. it's like, it's like, so, so if you want to auto diversify your bag, this is the one to go. Cause every week we're switching out for two. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's big. I mean, we've only had six coins on there so far in the last two weeks, but it, you know, it adds a lot of diversification. So you just hold the one, we do the vetting, we do the talking to the devs of the projects and we make sure that you can't make sure, but you can do your best due diligence with the experience that we have. Make sure that uh, that it's good and it pays out in good vetted or what, new projects. What would you say your biggest lesson is from your initial project that you created and then obviously uh, turning it over and then starting a new project? What have you learned in this process? Uh, this is, I've learned so it's crazy. I've learned so much. I've learned that people don't know much about this is probably the biggest thing that I've learned and to slow down and try and explain things a little clear. 
Uh, yeah. I know I can I can go off on a tangent and it's just technical well, mumbo jumbo I, I, to most people. I, I know that there were a lot of people that were supporting what you were doing. And oh, then yeah. obviously you put something out, you're immediately accused of being a rug pull. They see your project, you know, being turned over and their immediate response is this guy was pulling a scam. Yeah, which is ridiculous because they the the amount of baloney on on Twitter and all this stuff is just off the charts because one guy says, oh, I heard he was a scammer. Well, why? Oh, because this guy said it. Oh, because I read it somewhere. And they say, yeah. you got a whole army that's attacking somebody because that's not it was not safe. Moon makes sense. Attack me. I get it. I get it. Yeah. But well, and, and try, <clears throat> to our readers, we wouldn't bring you on if we didn't know you were a good guy and had a relationship with you. But, uh, you know, it's 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 definitely we could see you've been putting in a lot of work and it's trial and error. And, you know, uh, we're excited for your new project. So, you know, good luck with this for no, sure. Yeah. Thank um, you, thank if you. you had a coin that you would recommend to our readers, uh, our readers that is not flavors uh, mm. or token, what do you like right now in this market? Uh, okay, so this I think is huge. I don't know if you, if you followed any of the drama that I had with Safe Moon, but I I uh, debated somebody Safe Moon Mark he was called at the time. So he came up with this uh, with this concept that makes liquidity pools work with these tokens that pay out reflections. And it was this thing, uh, Surge, and it got hacked, which is, you know, a shame because the idea behind the thing was incredible. I would recommend the Surge tokens. It's it's the way it's designed. Even is, after it got hacked, you recommend it? Absolutely, because I know exactly why it got hacked. It was literally two lines of code flipped around and none of the subsequent Surges even have that possibility. Uh, so like Hold I on. know, let me, yeah. Let me stop you right there, Evan. Pull up the chart. Uh, you can't. There's Evan? no. There's no charts. The chart. And why that is is because it's not a standard liquidity pool. How it works is it has an underlying asset. So they have one for uh, BUSD. <laughs> they have one for Ethereum. They have one for Bitcoin. And you deposit that main token into there, and then it takes out. A th I think it's like three percent fee. I can't remember. But uh, the way it's designed, the price only goes up, and it actually <laughs> does only go up. It's it sounds preposterous. It sounds ridiculous. I thought it was ridiculous at first, but after looking at the code and seeing how it operates, I mean, I would. I would yeah, be right. Totally legit. I would. Absolutely. No, no. Like, hey, I've never hey. heard anything more legit in my fucking life. No, it sounds preposterous. Saying, oh, it sounds no, man. It's hey, it sounds preposterous. It, straight up. it does. I know it sounds crazy. It's like it's amazing. It's like you know, you stick your finger up your ass. I swear to God, this is crazy. It's not going to smell. It doesn't go straight up. It doesn't right definitely. Now. It definitely it's does not go straight like up. Toothache. Take it definitely doesn't shove it right up your ass and just fucking you know it's like back in the day look at this butt like i swear to god hey. if you put your dick in it it won't smell like shit when you pull it out hey. i love the way you just look man i know it sounds crazy it does it sounded crazy to me it does it's absolutely preposterous <laughs> what do you mean it only goes up but then it did get hacked for five million dollars but that's that's a totally separate yeah, issue dude you can't do that we that's can't a separate issue that. that's for a separate five, issue though that was something totally unrelated because that is it that involves your money right right yeah yeah well i mean he's they're doing their best to repay everybody though they set up this whole thing so it sounds even worse when we're like evan pull up the chart and you're like there's no chart well there's not because because the concept is new it's a totally new it sounds it sounds ridiculous i know it does so what, what it's like is if you find it, because it's probably both things right and I, because i understand what you're saying okay keep her around we're gonna see the jugs hold on one second um Real quick, here's the thing. It's probably both things, right? Because we are entering this new frontier of crypto, right? right? But you are really playing a dangerous game. Like when you play Russian roulette, 
You could be the guy that doesn't shoot himself. And when you don't shoot yourself, you walk out with big bucks, okay? But man, just know that bullet could be coming for you. And that's the game that you play. I mean, this is really Wild West shit, bro. Okay, slow down, deer hunter. Nobody's playing Russian. I love right, man. I'm totally right, Nap. I don't want anybody listening to the show to get involved with stuff that they don't understand the complete utter risk of what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, it's deep in there crazy and it is basically fucking hot potato and someone's going to get stuck with the potato and it could be you. So if you're playing this game with this really fucking new shit that there are people out there trying to game to Jack cash, just know that you could Fucking be have your rug pulled, and you have no one to blame but yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like don't say, don't invest stuff. Don't invest stuff in this world if you don't. You know, if you can't, if you need it, don't because it don't is wild. Do. I mean, I have lost a bunch of money on different things that, you know, I'll, I'll look into some stuff sometimes, and you know, if this looks good. I don't know. Sometimes I just do it on a like, whim. I don't. I don't even care to look at it. Duper nerd dork stuff that you super have duper. to really yeah. fucking have an understanding of. To see signs that shit might go bad. Like that, like, yeah. you know, there's videos of people having rug pulled. Yeah, let's let's take live on the show. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk uh, yeah. about squid. Can you explain squid? Obviously, number one show on Netflix about Asians losing money. And by the way, if you want to see Asians lose money, just go to commerce on a Friday night and hang out in a pie gal. By the way, dude, how great is it that Asian hates? just apparently stopped it's over it's, it's like did everyone lose karate learn karate is that what just happened they're Everybody like you know learn karate on netflix and that's cool right <laughs> so here's my question because evan pointed this out you know squid turns out to be this massive rug and it's easily checkable it's a honey pot and then evan correct me if i'm wrong didn't they just like start a new one immediately like the next day and people no. dove in again the same one the same one the same one everyone dove at, they bought the dip you don't buy a dip after a rug pull what are you doing Literally. so crazy for this market is that there's so many new entries into the bigger fools i should say that they're literally getting rug pulled after it's already been rug pulled it's crazy it's crazy listen wow. if you're if you're investing in coins called green moonzilla or Degen decks, you you deserve to be rug pulled, but not Kate coin up two and a half x since I recommended it. I'm waiting for it. Jesus Christ, Kate coin. It's the number one cat coin. How we trust this week? It's going to be poon, poon coin. There's a new coin every week. There is, and listen, you play that game, you're going to get rug pulled, and you'll and that is part of the game. That is part of the game. Expected. So it's not, and, and it, listen, don't invest more than you can lose. Don't put your house up. I got people like, I'm up all my house. Like, buy your Bitcoin, sure, buy just know Bitcoin it's Okay. So I want to ask you about Shiba Inu. What is your thoughts on it? Uh, I don't really have any thoughts on it. I don't know. It's, it is just another one of the meme ones. People love cute stuff. People love dogs. That's Yeah, but something's, <laughs> di- I mean, something's different about this. And I'm just telling you, I know that people think I'm a crazy person. Howie's fucking thinks I'm nuts. Fucking Evans looking at me with disgust, but it's just like if this thing was a Doge rug pull thing, it would have been pulled. But it it just it's staying in the same area for a while there, and you've seen two people. So yeah, it's something like fifty percent of the tokens are held by just a couple wallets, though. I think 
Ooh. It'll yeah. get pulled. At Sounds some like point. somebody didn't go on token sniffer before they dove into sheep. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't remember the numbers, but it's pretty bad, I think. And I mean, technically speaking, it's not special, but it is cute. So there you go. Well, why don't we stay on this? Evan, why don't you pull up, Shib, and can you show people that are listening for the first time uh, and reading for the first time how to check to see how much is in a certain wallet? Would that be uh, an engaging exercise at this point in the show? For who? For everybody, for the readers, for Sam, for anybody that's like, I've got a bunch of Shib. I want to go look into the wallet and I want to see how much of it is in a particular, you know, wallet. Dude, let my name be up there. I want to be a power player in the <laughs> shit. Oh, well, You're power. a general. We've already been over this. You're a yeah, general. I am a general, bro. I know. But you're not you're not the um, emperor. You got you got to get another trillion to be an emperor. I am an emperor. You're going to get boofed in the ass with a shibbed condom before this is over. Okay, Evan, why don't you walk us through here and show you, uh, tell everybody what we're doing here. Um, yeah, so we're just on Etherscan, and this is Shiba Inu. Um, mm-hmm. It shows the percentage each wallet holds. Oh, and what is that first wallet hold called? It's, it's black. It's just the burn. It's what's. Well- there's you can't access this these are the tokens being burned okay so that's the burn wallet i was way wrong that was not i contributed to that accident what's that i said what? i was way way wrong that was not 50 percent. i must have got a maybe it was i don't remember the number clearly i was wrong i said 50 percent. that's totally wrong so would you say the top two through nine those are all developers or what it, you know explain this to uh to the nerd dorks out there that yeah. don't have this information yet. you've got the first one is the burn so that's a place they send them to where basically it doesn't exist anymore at that point no one can ever touch so them. those are burned coins right and then the next one you have on there that looks like the token contract itself mm-hmm. so uh i believe it collects a fee i i really haven't even looked at it too much to be honest with you um and then the next two just look like normal wallets the one after that's going to be the binance hot wallet so that's going to be for their exchange the same with the crypto.com oh yeah oh yeah uh, can it, you scroll down to sam's what are you in the top 50 sam here we'll go it doesn't uh, look like it bro there's only it, 20 pages the thing that concerns me there's with these only kind of 20 things, pages bro it, is when you see the numbers, if you go back to the first page, there was like a bunch of them that were all the exact same amount, like all these 1% ones yeah. that are just exactly the same. See, this is what concerns me. If you look at some of these or these ones down here that are 0.5%, it's like, where did those come from? If you look at them, sometimes it's just one wallet sending them out to a bunch of wallets. And that's the kind of stuff that I look for when I'm scanning through this because it means, okay, where, where can you trace this back to? Where did this come from? Who actually owns these different wallets? Uh, a good tool for that. There's one. Um... Burn, baby, burn. Yeah. Burn, 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 burn. Burn, baby, burn. Burn, 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 burn. What, what? Get rid of those Shibas. There's a tool called, uh, you can go explorer.bitquery.io. If you put a contract in there, you can actually chart like a graph of uh, where coins are going in and out. And it shows a pretty good like visualization of that kind of Evan, stuff. So you can Evan, see. Evan, go ahead and pull up the chart. <laughs> yeah so if you were to take one of those addresses from that list and copy it and paste it into this bitquery thing and then you can look at the graphs for it it'll show money going in and out of it so bottom line i let's say um she my was dick, great my dick's on the phone <laughs> because there's a new cat coin out what are my right. steps 
what am I going to do before I go out and buy this new Siamese coin? First thing to do is to check all the automated type things. Like you mentioned, token sniffer, mm -hmm. uh, check those, make sure there's no red flags. PooCoin will come up with some red flags there for coins. What would on the be the finance. red flags? There will literally be a giant red box on PooCoin for some tokens where it will say like the liquidity is held 100% by one wallet that's unlocked. It'll say things like that for certain thresholds. Uh, it, you can also look on PooCoin. PooCoin is going to be for Binance and Polygon. It uh, doesn't have anything for the Ethereum network yet, but uh, you can go on the left side of it and look at the holders or the... There's like a rug check on there somewhere. I don't remember what tab so it was for on. For Ethereum, do they go to Dex Tools? Dex Tools is great. They they're good for multi-chain. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, I I've learned a lot, and I'm going to tell you something. Too. I've learned a lot, good. and I've learned that Shiba Inu is going to crush it. So I, I had someone tell me about that. Probably I don't even remember. It was like maybe June, maybe earlier than that. And I'm just like, God, ah, it's just another one of these things. There's some guy at the bar, you know. It's, I have, I don't know, bro. I read them. energies, dude. I read energies. I'm an energy guy. I don't do the numbers. I do energies. And there's something about Shiba Inu. So you read energies off zeros and ones is what you're telling us. I'm telling you, bro. I'm reading it, dude. Oh, okay. I'm telling you, man. It's going to be a long haul. Okay. And if it goes down to where it was last November, I'll buy a thousand dollars and I'll be a billionaire, bro. All right. Uh, Ryan, final thoughts you want to leave us with your project or anything else you like in the market right now? Uh, auto, auto diversify your portfolio and catch some tasty drips with flavors. That's what we call the uh, reflections that we pay out drips because it's and like ice, ice cream cone dripping. Where can we find you uh, out there in um, the social medias these days? Uh, I'm going to be on Twitter, Flavors Dev, and you can check us out. Uh, we've got a really active Discord and Telegram. Uh, so it's going to be Flavors BSC, FlavorsBSC.com, Flavors.Tools. Telegram is, is the Wild Dex. West. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. I love it. Hey, guys. Okay, man. Brian, thank you so much, bro. You're yeah, a G. Th Thanks for coming on, dropping some knowledge on us. You know, even us boomers, we get it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I appreciate Good luck up. with your project. Come back anytime. Tell us anything else you're working on. And uh, get some Shibu Inu, dog. Awesome. Hey, thanks for having me on here. Wow, got a little crazy there for a couple moments. Got wild. Got a little wild. Hey. Got a little wild. Dude, you don't come into this fucking dojo and not expect a little fucking heat, bro. No. Ryan Dunn with the flavor saver, everybody. I wish him luck. We know he's a good guy. So Except uh, for that part where he said, yeah, you should invest in this, even though they uh, <laughs> they got jacked. But you should, just you should invest. It just keeps going up. I don't know. It goes up. It sound normal, but it's designed that way to just keep going up. <laughs> it was uh, funny. He's guys, just know what you're getting into, all right? Yeah. Just know what you're getting into. Know if you're buying, um, you know, a, a, a thousand dollar fucking put or eleven thousand dollar put. Just know what you're doing. <laughs> hey, for the record, that was a boomer mistake. I've been that wasn't a boomer mistake. Yeah, I told it's a boomer mistake. I said, Howie, please start, you know, trading on your phone a little bit so you can get the alerts coming up. And he was yeah, fuck that. And it happened. So you, f you did that, Neff. 
Hey, you want oh. you want him to get the sickness like you. You want him to chase the bug. You're a bug chaser. Hey, hey, I am not a bug chaser. Oh, no, you are. You are a motherfucking chase. You chase more than anyone I've ever. It's like hey, if, hey, time out. Time out. If a new video game comes out. Neff's chasing that shit. Get me a fucking bug chaser. You don't even know what that means, Boomer. Okay, that's an age reference, and it's not cool. Okay, talking about a bug biter, like me trying to intentionally get AIDS. <laughs> Meaning. I knew exactly what it meant. Yeah, it, there's a difference between meeting and meeting a little. <laughs> we walked Evan in. We walked him. We walked Evan. Evan, Evan just is quit. We just Evan walked is the room. Quit. He's like, fuck these four-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, you know what? Normally, Evan would be here to take the reader questions, but I'll t- I'll, I got, got a few that I want to answer because they're directed at Howie. Um, one of our readers uh, who goes by the name of Righty Tidy, great guy, been interacting him, excuse me, Rip Twisted 12, aka Righty Tidy 12. He says, I really want to hear Howie's opinion on INTC after this past week's trading. Um, so he, what are your thoughts? I know NVIDIA is huge. I sold a ton of NVIDIA last week and then it goes up another 20%. And I'm like, fuck, don't look back. You made 100% on NVIDIA. What are your thoughts on Intel? Yeah, NVIDIA is, you can't compare NVIDIA to, to Intel. Uh, Intel, there's the only other company to really compare to Intel is the company that Intel's been kicking its ass for the past 30 years up until lately, and that's AMD. These yeah. are the largest chip makers in the world. A, I mean, Intel is the, it's the Tesla of automobiles. It's the uh, fucking Pfizer of pharmaceuticals when it comes to chips. Intel is a monster, man. It's a technology stock that's been around forever. It's got a 2.7% yield. They had some glitz in their earnings. I think right now is probably a pretty damn good time to buy Intel at $51. Uh, I mean, it, it hit a $68, 52-week high. Intel's not going anywhere, man. They got a, They have great management. Uh, it's it's got a monopoly on fucking everything involved with chips. So no, Intel. If I owned it, I'd probably buy more. Sure as I wouldn't sell it. Okay. Uh, next question comes from Turkey J on the Discord. He says, "Will Tesla do a five to one split if it reaches two thousand or more? And if it does, will each share be in the range of four hundred? Um, thoughts? I mean, I, personally, personally, let's fucking hope not." Yeah, if Tesla, if Tesla does it to go to two thousand, splits five for one. You know who else's ass is going to be split five to one? This guy. Oh. <laughs> I will be floating in the Hudson River if 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 it goes up to two thousand splits. But you'll never hear from me again. So. <laughs> well, and then there will be three. So here's the to answer the question: If it will, in my opinion, it will split again if it goes up that high. Um, it, look at what it did last time. It splits five to one a year ago and the thing just keeps cruising. So I wouldn't be surprised if it does hit 2k, of course, this, after it drops to 800 on Monday and how it drops tomorrow, how he cashes. And then we all go to Vegas and party. Um, this comes from Chud. He asks, will you guys pick up some LGBT, uh, which stands for let's go Brandon token thoughts on let's go Brandon token, everybody. That sounds like Neff's favorite coin right there. It's like, hey, dude, get into these things, but just know a rug pull could happen instantly and your money's gone. 
Yeah, I, I it's some, gone. some guy was asking me on Twitter about it, and I looked it up on Token Sniffer. It's not even on Token Sniffer yet. Okay, so bad sign. And I got to listen, I got a reader question. I've had 10 readers ask me the same question over the past five days. And you probably get the same thing. Everyone's asking me, okay, with the infrastructure deal closing in, what are the stocks to get into right now? And everyone's throwing the same stocks out. Caterpillar, John Deere, Plug. Uh, the one I want everyone to look at, take a look. And it is an ETF. It's called PAVE, P-A-V-E. I'm not telling you to buy it. What I'm telling you is this, we've talked in the past about how you always want to buy, sell on the good news, buy on the bad news. Guys, this infrastructure deal has been in the making for what, two years now? You don't think that guy, people on Wall, if you look at companies like Caterpillar, John Deere, Plug, uh, Pave, Pave hit their all-time high Friday, guys. So do you jump in now? I don't know. I'd be careful. A lot of these companies have hit their all-time highs. Because the smart investors, they've been buying this shit for the past year, knowing that this infrastructure deal was going to close. So I would be very careful, man. Okay, a couple more from Mikey uh, on Twitter. Um, first of all, he's got a couple here that I think we need to address. Any thoughts on why the Chinese government are asking their people to stockpile on food? Uh, <laughs> probably in relation to Evergrande. Yeah, because they ran out of cats. There's nothing left over oh there. Oh, my God. Okay. Any, any opinions on how pending Evergrande collapse? Believe they have an, a bond payment due this week and they won't be able to pay. How will that affect uh, a possible financial crash? I think, in my opinion, uh, this is so blown out of proportion into its effect on the American markets because there isn't a lot of U.S. money, to my knowledge, in Evergrande. Howie, would you like to point counterpoint this? No, I mean, it's a Chinese problem. And I mean, it's all factored in anyways. And it's not it's not going to have this trickle effect. It's a mismanaged piece of shit company. They've screwed their employees over. Uh, yeah, asking their employees for loan. I love it. I mean, that's beautiful. And the government's going to bail them out anyway. So who gives a shit? I mean, it's, it's, it's not going to have a big effect. Okay, a couple more for Mikey. Any thoughts on the Amazon-backed Rivian IPO, uh, the new EV car company? Um, thoughts on that as well as Lucid? People are, are, are talking both of these EV plays up right now. Howie? Oh, the new, the new uh, EV? Yeah. You got to watch it, man. Is that the – I believe they, they're going to price it between – is it 50 and 60 bucks? I'm not sure. Because we have a few different IPOs coming out. Which one is it? Rivian. Yeah, Riv. Let me double check right now um, because 72 to like 74. What is it? 72 to 74. Yeah, there's a lot. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of demand for this particular IPO. Um, I know I've had it. I got hit up last week. I don't know who the underwriter is on it. Um, that's something I got to find out. But listen, this is one IPO. I've heard pretty good things about there's a lot of demand on it. And if they're pricing it this high and it's an investment bank involved, it's going to be solid. There's no doubt. Okay. This one's for Evan from Alex Scott on Twitter. KuCoin trade bot tips, tricks, do's and don'ts. Uh, I would love to have this answer myself, Evan. Yeah, Evan? I honestly, I'm not that well versed in the bots, so I'm not going to give advice to something I don't know that much about, but I tried it out. Oh. I tried it out uh, a week or two ago and I just put 500 into it. And all I know is that you want to do something that's 
you're bullish on. So say for SHIB, for example, if you're bullish on SHIB, you think it's going to keep, you know, making a steady uptrend, that's the one you want to link the bot to. But if you're linking to something that's just going to go straight down, obviously you're not going to know. You're not going to make the profits because the bot it obviously buys at the lows, sells at the highs, but it's like short profits. Um, but yeah, you can set How does your this profit work? margin. You just, you, I was going to say, do you just set uh, a, a specific amount of money and say, bot, go do the work for me because I like this product? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So like in my case, I put $500 in and it said, I want you to trade between $10 and $20, just you know, for an example. And then if say, if I make uh, 1%, then you go ahead and sell. But if I make 2%, like it just does the work all itself. And it's thousands, hundreds of thousands of buys um, within a short period of time, just something you can't do yourself. But right. I would definitely recommend something that's bullish. So it, say you want to trade Bitcoin right now, um, do it when it's, when it's bullish and you think it's going to go up, obviously. Okay, this comes from American Unrest on Twitter. He, he asked, Zillow, a good buy or did they screw the pooch? I would love your thoughts on this, Howie, because if there were two things I looked at last week that just had major tank jobs, it was Peloton, and I am zero interest in trying to catch that falling knife, but I am interested in Zillow. Is this a good time to uh, uh, open a position in Zillow? It was, Zillow is like, a, this, that's, a, that's an interesting monster right there. Um, the company's still losing money. And if you take a look at the, I mean, if you look at the five year on it, you would think right here at 66, if you bought it, you couldn't get hurt. But looking at it, it looks like it's probably going to go to 55 to 58. Mm -hmm. um, am I a big buyer of it? Hell no. Uh, you might want to add a little to the position because it's taken such an ass beating. But it's probably going to consolidate right here, 55 to 60 for a while. Uh, make some management decisions and then maybe itch up. I'm not a lover of it. Never have been. Um, this is a great point that Howie just pointed out. He's taking a look at, he's saying zoom out, look at the five year because he's right. The support at 57 carries all the way back to uh, June of 2020. So yeah. I, I do like it, but uh, I want to see it get into uh, the, the high fifties before I take a stab at it. So, okay. Well, I think we're good with the reader questions. Um, guys, what do you like this week? suppose I'll go first. Um, I'm going to stay on triaz. I think this is going to be $100 easy. Max circulation of 12 million. There's only 6 point something million uh, in circulation at the moment. I think $100 this this market uh, is an easy easy target. And then I'm going to go the What classics. is it? Triaz. Now, here's the thing, Evan. Why don't you explain to them? Because it's the reason I opened up a, a KuCoin account today. I had one, but I never really set it up. But I went to go buy it. And I was like, oh, I'll just get it on, you know, um, Pancake or Uniswap. And the, the gas fees were like 150 bucks. Yeah, they're so ridiculous. Evan says, get a KuCoin account. I get it. I buy my BTC. I transfer it to my trade wallet. Boom. I bought Triaz, no fees. Um, how I mean, you're really loving KuCoin. Are you? Am I correct on that, Evan? Yeah, it's so much better than any other platform I've used. Like, it's going to be when you first get on it, it's super overwhelming. There's buttons and futures and grids and margin and all that stuff. Don't don't even get involved in that. Just do markets, stop limits, like limit orders. You don't need to get complicated. Pair everything. Uh, with I'm gonna USDT. try this, dude. 
Yeah, pair everything with USDT and you'll be fine. But I, I have a bunch of stuff in Celsius. You don't think I should pull it off of Celsius, right? They're giving me good interest. You could just transfer um, Ethereum or BTC into KuCoin and trade from there. Yeah, I mean, if you if you if you're holding and you're getting interest on it in Celsius, there's no point of like there's no point. But I had like, I make a mad stacks, dog. Yeah, I had like two grand in Coinbase in Anchor, and it wasn't really doing anything. So I sent the Anchor to KuCoin. Now everything's just all in the same wallet. I like it. I like it a lot more than any other platform I've used. And yeah, it's the, the closest thing bad. I've seen to what Binance does. Uh, and you're right. It's extremely overwhelming if you don't know what you're doing. Take your time with it. But yeah, definitely some useful tools on there and avoid paying these high fucking gas fees. That's the goal. Don't just go to wherever. If you want a coin, you've done your research. Don't just go somewhere where they're going to charge you high gas fees. There are ways around this, but you have to take the time to do it. And um, finish off my picks. I'm going to start loading up on Ethereum and Bitcoin for the uh, impending run. That'll happen. Okay. Uh, Sam, what do you like? Uh, I've been telling you guys, it's the same thing it always is. Same okay? as it was. Okay. It's Bitcoin, Ethereum, Shiba Inu, guns, gold. Okay, we don't have that much. Martial space. arts. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, there's not okay, enough. Okay, well, just know those. Are, you can pick any of those because I'm going to push them. Oh, real quick. Again, okay, clean all that. All right. Here's what I want you guys, and I'm being dead serious. And I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Buy a generator. Buy a generator. Something's coming, bro. Something's coming. Uh, should we get the Anarchist Cookbook so we can make our own uh, Molotov cocktails as well? Well, I don't know. This power bottom Klaus Schwab keeps talking about a fucking electrical power outage. And that dude's fucking got his finger on all this shit. He's molesting humanity. So grab it. Try to get a propane one, not just gasoline, propane. So we're, I'm telling you, man, even if it's a little generator, get a generator. Okay. We'll get right on that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Howie. <laughs> Learn to read zeros and ones. How about that one? Because I really want my bathtub smelling like kerosene. What a wonderful idea. I don't know okay, what you guys are doing, but I'm going, zombies. To, I'm going to Home Depot at 630 AM tomorrow. I'm stocking up, boys. Hey, you know, Howie, oh, it's coming up. Why don't you just wait? Go for just keep buying gasoline to burn down your house for your insurance you need to cover your losses, oh, asshole. <laughs> I'm telling you this. Howie is, I feel good about this. I'm not I feel good you. about it too. I think I he's going to come out of this. About Monday and I will be up at the bell. And Howie, if that thing shoots up and you, because we've all been there, it's up or it's down. It's just going to keep going down. This is awesome. If you don't pull the trigger, I will fucking call your broker and tell him. Chris, to call you. I always pull the trigger. Yeah, he always does. All right. He's a trigger puller. That's one thing I do. I so, pull the trigger. So hey, can you see, before we go, can you see if that chick will show her tits real quick? They already oh. left. Yeah, she, that, she, she was waiting to. She had them out. Each one weighed about 75 pounds, too. 75-pound titties. I love it. That's too bad. Uh, Howie, um, Oh, wait, you can't buy anything because you're already ginned up. No, I'm buying. <laughs> I, I, my plan is this week. Uh, I'm go, I got two great stocks. I'm going to start going over the next few weeks. You're going to see me getting more defensive. Uh, um, absolutely. 
you don't necessarily have to go to. So you're taking martial arts. Is that what you're saying? A guy like me doesn't really need to take martial arts. Uh, just have a natural. You will with Vito and Vinny start coming to collect. Yeah, natural true. hand quickness. And I still have speed. And, and plus, Thursday, I'm, while you guys are partying up in Boise, where I got high school buddies coming to see you, oh, I'll be under the knife. I'll be on the operating table Thursday. Oh, do not uh, show that, bro. Do not yeah, show. I, I'm getting cut open and operated on, put under, and drugged. It's going to be hell. I've never had a real operation. Vasectomy? No, I wish it was a vasectomy. <laughs> my dad, my dad only had one ball. I have three. I'm from, I'm from Evan's hometown, man. With the bad water, we all have three. That's bare minimum. I yeah. mean, Evan supposedly has 12 inches packing. <laughs> it depends on where you grew up in our town. Like Evan grew up out like there's what, a lot certain of areas have bigger dicks. There's animals and, you know, there's different kinds of chemicals in the water out there. So, yeah, yeah it's possible. I uh, guess anything's possible. It's just, just to be clear, my biological dad, not my father. So, uh, just to be clear. Okay. Uh, just to be queer. Yeah. Go on. All right. I'm going to follow Howie's lead. Uh, I, I'm getting a little defensive. I didn't give you my stocks yet, numb nuts. <laughs> I said I'm going in. Now, you're getting defensive. Um, two stocks, man. Uh, start buying Budweiser, B-U-D, beer, Bud. Why, to blackout to forget how bad you fucked up? Buy Bud and buy – and I, I want to be healthy with these defensive. Buy two stocks. Buy Philip Morris, our Altria, which is M-O, mm-hmm. cigarette company. Buy cigarettes and alcohol. That's what you want to mm-hmm. buy. They're defensive stocks. If the market takes a beating, you'll still make money on M-O and B-U-D. M-O, B-U-D, both of them pay nice dividends. You can't lose, man. You can't yeah. lose. Uh, Howie's right. If there's one industry that's recession proof, it's alcohol. They need it in the good times. They need it in the bad times. They're like funeral homes. They're never going to go out of style. Uh, so I, I've been a winner on Bud in the past, uh, Molson as well. So uh, I love those picks. Um, and Howie, hopefully you have money to make them. So we're praying for you. Yeah, tomorrow. Um, just want to make one note for you guys. I did close my position in cantaloupe last week. This was something I've been holding on to for almost a year. I could have held it, but you know, I took an 11% gain and I held that bitch for 11 months. So again, patience pays off. Sometimes you're not going to get the the big gains you want, but I took a gain on it. Um, the other thing is I'm with Howie. I'm getting defensive. Um, I'm getting into, um, TGB. If you uh, remember in the past, we've talked about copper. Um, this is a Grinch, Grinch play. This is uh, Tosico Mines, currently trading at uh, $2.19. Market cap is 620 I like it as a hedge in inflation. And uh, I really think this market is climbing so fucking fast. It's got to pull back. I don't think it's going to pull back anytime soon. But I want to be ready when it does. So I'm, I'm putting a good chunk of money into copper right now. I still like UUU. A lot of people said, do I sell here? I trimmed a bunch last week of UUUUU as well as NVIDIA. And like I said, it went up 20% the day I trimmed it. And now that sucks, but I don't give a fuck up. I was 100% up on it, holding it since January. So don't ever look back. Closers mentality, people. You blow a save, it, you got to get move on to the next day. Okay? There's no crying in baseball. Okay, and there's no crying in trading, whether it's stocks or crypto. You pat yourself on the ass and you get back up and you face the next day. So 
Uh, I still like um, uh, New Relic as well. So um, like I said, get into Tasco, uh, TGB, if you want to get defensive. If you want to be aggressive, jump into New Relic. That's my thoughts, guys. All right, man. Guys, what a great show. We came, we saw, we, you know, we, we fucking kicked some ass, you know. We made some points. We all cried together a little bit, you know. I mean, it's growth. And come so, out and see us, man. We're going to have a fun time in Boise. Zane, by the way, is uh, going to be with us, and he's going to be on next week's pods. Uh, pod. So Zane will be joining us next Sunday, and we'll be working with him in Boise. Two shows Thursday, one show Salt Lake. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing you all out there. So do come out. Evan, what do you got to say for us? Shout out Triaz Holders. <laughs>